0: Hello, Patrick Sheriff here for freetalktefl.substack.com I'm going to tell you a little story about how we ended up in Japan and teaching English. Uh, back in the day, 2007, um, I was living, well, with my family in the UK, in Derby. I was working for a local newspaper. My wife was working for a local Japanese company. And we were just basically making ends meet, but we had a uh, uh, two daughters and my mother-in-law to look after. Um, and we thought, how on earth can we make a go of this? And we didn't really see much of a future staying in newspapers and the car business. We wanted to make a change. And, uh, you know, both a good point and a bad point. Property was very uh, expensive in England. Which meant that we couldn't really see ourselves buying a property. We, we thought about doing a B and B or some kind of a business, something different that we could work for ourselves. We even looked into that fairly seriously, but eventually realized there was no way that we could get a mortgage, and we'd be just be swapping one meagre existence for another. What could we do? Well, the only uh assets that we really had were in the house, a semi-detached house. We still owed I don't know what was it 20 years of mortgage on it. but because of the rising house prices and the increasing or increasing pound or decreasing yen, we actually had a bit of you know if we could sell our semi-detached, we'd actually have quite a, a, a small nest egg that we could use. Uh, we were younger then perhaps stupider which is a necessary requirement if you want to do something crazy Um, so we did we sold up in England and with the with the profits from a rising property market and increasing a good uh, favorable exchange rates we were able to outright buy a Showa era house here in Abiko which is in Chiba on the outskirts of Tokyo Tokyo area Kanto Um, So, yeah so we were able to do that so which is just as well because nobody would lend us a mortgage we had to do it all by ourselves Um, and we did so we swapped a uh, indebted existence in Britain uh, with two jobs for a rather uncertain future in Japan with no job but a paid-off house Yes, a worn-out old house that nobody would lend us money on, but a house all the same, a roof over our heads. And, and that was important because it gave us um, the ability to take a chance because in the back of our mind we thought, well, I mean, the fallback position was if we don't make a go of this, I can always um, get a job in Tokyo. We purposely bought the house we got was like 20 minutes walk from the station, so commutable, not a great location, maybe you'd think, for an English school. However, there was an elementary school about 200 meters away. So there was an obvious um, source of customers there. Um, Yeah, things have worked out very well. took a long time, and it was touch and go for the first, mm, I'd say, two years. Certainly, the first year, uh, there was a time when we had we were down to like I don't know, less than a hundred thousand yen in the bank, much less. I think a couple of, couple of man, maybe like thirty thousand yen was left in the bank. That's all we had, <laughs> at our lowest level. Um, but we were able to keep going. I borrowed a little bit of money from my dad. Um, not not a lot, like like a hundred thousand yen just to make it through that month um, and things started to pick up and so anyway you don't want to hear about all of that but just to say that you know when you start a business um, there isn't a cash flow there isn't any money coming in the only thing you can do is cut your expenses I think I, I became like a monk for about three months didn't have a car couldn't even afford bicycles um, I stopped drinking completely for three months. We ate rice and uh, didn't eat out. Um, you know, we were really on lowest of the low uh, um, expenditure. But anyway, that was 16 years ago. Um, fortuitous things happened, though. Uh, Nova went bust. Suddenly there were people looking for lessons. And... Um, And I guess we were just in the right place at the right time, things started to pick up and after a couple of months we started to get a a cash flow coming in and I think it took us one year before we were able to buy bicycles (laughs) and uh, another two years I think and then we were able to buy a second hand car and things went on from there. Yeah, so yeah I, I guess why am I telling you all this stuff? Just to say that it's a long journey, and uh, but a possible one. And it, it's something that you can do. You know, when we came here, I was, what, 30, 35, ready for a change, but still young young enough to put in the extra energy that you need, the sweat equity uh, to take the place of, uh, of, of lack of uh, money. But things worked out anyway and you know six years on we were ready to move out of this house move the business out of this house Um, because as I wrote about in the last uh, blog post um, we'd sort of reached a a, a maximum capacity for the neighborhoods you know there there were no car places car places to for, for students to park We were not close enough to a station to get people, commuters, coming back to pop by. So it meant we were really rooted in the neighbourhood, which is good. Um, Good for security. You know, we taught all the neighbours, kids, um, and the local school, as I say. But it was kind of limiting, and that was all we had. And so, you know, there was a natural, uh, the natural growth area was just a couple of students a year really yeah maybe more but but you know uh it was hard to see us see us ever expanding rapidly or uh, doing something different with our lives and you know we we are in a residential area we there's only so much business we can do we can't be teaching too late at night with cars coming and going and you know the more popular we'd get the more unpopular we'd get with the neighbors it wasn't really wasn't really their fault the neighbors fault that we had a thriving business and so yeah there came a time when it was time to move on and yeah that time came after about six or seven years i think of working here perhaps a bit slower than most people i think most people get to this point maybe in two or three years maybe when it's time when you outgrow your um your home office Anyway, that's that's where we found ourselves and I'm going to talk about that next week about how we thought about where to go next and how to do it and do we rent or do we buy and this might have um, yeah um, uh, what, <laughs> it might be useful for you if you find yourself in the same situation or you're thinking what's the progression I, I guess that's one of the hardest things actually when you, when you teach for yourself or any kind of self-employment it's hard to see a uh, you know, promotion prospects or how how you can improve if you're working for a company there's an obvious usually an obvious way up the greasy ladder so that you can see yourself as the head of the department or whatever in the future when you're self-employed there isn't that path for you or at least there's no obvious path if you want to do more or do something different you have to figure out how you're going to do it So that's part of the stress, but also part of the enjoyment of being self-employed. Anyway, that's what I'll talk about next week uh, in more detail, and I hope that will be useful for you. Um, So thanks for listening. Sorry this is a bit of a hurried recorded thing. I'm in my home office with a cat sleeping next to me. fan on below me because it's still hot. I hope that doesn't interfere with the audio. A bit better than last week, though, which is I was on the lake with the wind blowing. Um as, as you know, every Monday there's a free lesson. Um, and uh, every Wednesday is the newsletter, and every Friday is this uh, uh what do you call it? Podcast where I just talk about what's going on and maybe get behind the the bulletin which comes out on Wednesday. Um Please leave a comment if you can. I have finally turned on the comments, and it's really nice to hear from you. It's nice that I'm not just speaking into a void. Uh, So even just a little like is much appreciated. And um, if you've got anything that you'd like me to talk about, let me know in the comments. I'll see what I can do. Okay, have a good week. Enjoy your weekend. Don't work too hard. And, um, yeah, see you soon. Bye-bye.